Hi, Melissa Dealey, and I want to let you know about my free workshop called Stress, the Silent Killer. This workshop is designed to let you know how stress is impacting your health, the health of your internal organs today, and what that does to your health outcomes. We don't know what we don't know, right? And stress is the reason for 95% of doctor's visits and 60% of all illnesses. When you know what stress is doing to your health, you're more motivated to actually start to change some habits that you might have. And I will be sharing with you some habits that you can start implementing immediately that will start to lower the stress on your body and improve the health of your internal organs and health outcomes. So I'd love to have you join me at this workshop. Click the show notes, the link in the show notes below, or go to my website, yourguidedhealthjourney.com, click on programs and then workshops in order to register. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. And this episode is coming out in late March 2022, uh, rounding out the theme of the power within. And what I mean by that is the power within our body to heal. And so today I want to talk to you about how our health has shifted in the last 50 to 100 years alongside our food having shifted, our toxic load having shifted, et cetera, et cetera. Because when we understand all of this, we can understand why we have the chronic illness that we have in the planet today. And if you don't want that to be your health outcomes, then you'll also realize you have choices in what you're putting in your body and what you're also helping your body get out in order to avoid your uh, cells turning on your or triggering your genes to turn on disease. So we know from the science of epigenetics that's come out in the last 10 years or so that our genes are not the only factor that dictate our health outcomes. It's in fact our genes plus the environment and lifestyle factors that impact our health outcomes. And our genes are only five to 10% of that equation. And our lifestyle factors and the environment we create inside our body is 90 to 95% of that equation. And that's really powerful and really empowering to me because it means you have a choice. You don't simply 
have to live your life as dictated by your genes, believing that, you know, my parents had high blood pressure or heart disease or breast cancer or whatever it was. Therefore, I'm going to get it as well. We know that is no longer the case. And instead, it's like, okay, they had these diseases, but I can choose to do something differently for the health of my body, the one and only body that I get in this lifetime, in order to ensure that my uh, cells do not trigger those genes to turn on. And so how do we do that? Well, there's many factors here that I want to talk to you about today, but the biggest factor is inflammation in the body. It is the inflammation in the body that triggers our cells to turn on those genes. And yes, the body needs some level of inflammation. We want healthy levels of inflammation. Inflammation that will go to a sprained ankle to help it heal. Inflammation that goes to a wound to help it heal. We don't want to be living in a place of chronic inflammation. And yet, unfortunately, because of our lifestyle factors, that is where so many of us are living today. Inflammation is caused by a higher toxic load, toxins that get into our body that our body can't cope with, and they get stored in our body, and over time that causes inflammation. Inflammation can be triggered by us eating foods that we have food sensitivities to, and that triggers an immune response. And when we do that day in and day out every day, that causes an inflammatory response. Inflammation can be caused simply because of an imbalance between the number of omega-3s and omega-6s that we are getting in our diet. And our body doesn't make them, so we have to get them through our diet. That's why they're called essential fatty acids. But omega-6s, the inflammatory one, is in everything. So it's very easy to get through our diet. And omega-3s, the anti-inflammatory, countering essential fatty acid, is harder to get through our diet today. And as a result, we can become out of balance and be inflamed. Omega-3s we get through our fatty wild fish like salmon and mackerel and anchovies and sardines and oysters. And if you're not eating those four times a week, it's probably not enough to counter the omega-6s that you're so easily getting through your diet. And that leaves us inflamed. Poor sleep can leave us inflamed. Digestive struggles and issues, poor stomach acid caused by high stress. Maybe there's a, you're fighting a pathogen. Maybe there's a parasite in your belly. Maybe you're, uh, you've got bacterial overgrowth or you've got candida or yeast in your body. All of that causes inflammation as the body tries to heal. And when we have all of this going on all at the same time on an ongoing basis, it causes our inflammatory levels to be higher and it increases our risk of our cells triggering those genes to turn on disease. Many people have been diagnosed with chronic illnesses and told that they have to take a prescription drug for the rest of their life in order to mask the symptoms and have them feeling better. And they've also been told that they're going to have this for the rest of their life. But the reality is that dis-ease of the body doesn't have to be a life sentence, that we can actually undo that by bringing the body back into balance, lowering the inflammation levels. And I just want people to know that that is absolutely possible. Yes, it takes some effort. Yes, it might take some dietary changes. Yes, it might take some lifestyle changes. But if you want to heal and you want to 
get off the drugs and you want to get back to living life fully and feeling amazing again, you can do it. And if you don't ever want to be diagnosed with a chronic illness, you can choose that too. Because remember, 90 to 95% of that equation is triggered by the environment you choose to create inside your, inside your body. And you just might not have ever been taught that before. And the other factor, of course, is that we can't see what's going on inside our body. And we don't necessarily pay attention to the symptoms that our body is giving us. As a society, we're very quick to write off symptoms as aging and genetics and seasonal allergies and keep pushing through. Whereas those symptoms are our body's way of asking us to do something differently. And the sooner we tune into those symptoms and try to discover what our body's trying to let us know and what it's asking us to do something differently, the sooner that we can come back into balance and lower the inflammation level on the body. So I just want to dive into some history here that I learned recently, and I thought this was very interesting. And I hadn't actually re realized the numbers were as drastic as they are. But if we look at heart disease, for example, which by 2010, which is still 12 years ago now, it was already the cause of 32% of the deaths in North America. That's one in three people were dying of heart disease. If we go back to the 19th century, only eight people worldwide were ever reported to have had heart disease or died of heart disease. Eight people in the 19th century. And now in the 21st century, it's 32% of the entire North American population. It was in the 1930s that it became the leading cause of death. So what changed between the 19th century to the 1930s to 2010? that triggered heart disease to become the number one cause of death. Then if we look at type two diabetes, in the 19th century, it was rare. In 1935, 0.37% uh, of the population was diagnosed with type two diabetes. Now it is over 10% of the population that's diagnosed, but insulin resistance is actually impacting 90% of the US population, 90%. And many people just haven't been diagnosed. They don't realize that they're on that path to type two diabetes. When we look at obesity in the 19th century, 1.2% of the population was obese. By 1960, that was up to 13%. By 1999, so another 39 years later, it was at 30.5%. And by 2021, another 22 years later, it's at 42.4% as statistically obese. That's not even just overweight. That is morbidly overweight, obese. And then we look at cancer. In the 19th century, around 1811, one out of 188 people died of cancer. By 1900, it was one in 17. 
And by 2010, it was one in three. So you can see from the 19th century to now, these are awful statistics in what's happening with our health. It's declining rapidly. And we have this incredible medical system that is amazing when it comes to acute health needs. But it doesn't seem to be helping us when it comes to these lifestyle chronic diseases. So what's changed in this time? Well, let's talk about toxins. 144,000 man-made chemicals have been introduced into our world since World War II. And the human body was never designed to have to deal with that level of toxic burden that didn't exist in the 19th century to that degree. In today's world, our babies are being born toxic. You can go to ewg.org and look at their 20-minute documentary called 10 Americans. And they did a study on just 400 toxins, not even 144,000 toxins, and found that of the 400 toxins they were testing for, that on average, babies were being born with over 200 of them because they're traveling through the placenta from mom. So in today's world, our babies are being born toxic. With 144,000 man-made chemicals getting into our body through our waterway, our airways being put on our skin. And when we put them on our skin, they get into our bloodstream in 26 seconds. And the average woman is using, putting over 200 toxins onto her skin every morning before she goes out the door to work, just using personal care products that you can buy in the local drugstore and pharmacy and et cetera, et cetera. Straight to the bloodstream. Our liver was never designed to have to deal with this toxic load. Our daily life is literally overloading the liver. And our liver is the epicenter of our body trying to stay clean and healthy. It's charged with over 500 uh, reactions in the body in order to help us stay clean and healthy on the inside, including cleansing our blood every six minutes. But when it gets overloaded and bogged down, it can't do its job as well. So besides just those toxins, let's talk about other things that are bogging down our liver. Alcohol intake, excessive workload, and the stress triggered by that bogs down our, our liver. Smoking, prescription drugs and over-the-counter medicines. The liver has to try and process them as well, detox them from our body after the fact infection and illness, whether it's acute or chronic, stress, psychological and emotional, processed foods, sugar and white flour products, and what else is in those processed foods, GMO foods, chemicals in order to extend the shelf life of those processed foods, as well as environmental toxins, heavy metals, pesticides, etc. Our own allergies and food intolerances put extra stress on the liver poor nutrition and poor eating habits, eating on the run, not even allowing our body to properly digest our food that we are eating, and then coffee and energy drinks. So as you can see, our liver is really overburdened in today's world. And our liver actually has two phases of detoxification. 
And in phase two, it is when it is, de it is converting the toxins to being water soluble so that we can excrete them through our skin, through our bowels, through our urine, and even through exhalation. But if it can't convert them to phase two and into being water soluble, it can't excrete them from the body. And so in that case, it will store them in our adipose tissue or our fat closets in order to prevent those toxins from getting into our bloodstream. It's simply doing the best it can with what it has to work with. And part of the reason that it can't or it struggles to convert our toxins to being water soluble so that we can excrete them is that it takes very specific nutrients in order for the liver to be able to do that well. And guess what? We also live in a, tile, in a time of nutrient deplete soils. And so as a result, the nutrients that the liver needs are not in our soils, therefore they're not grown into our food, therefore they're not getting into our body. So basically we have an undernourished and overburdened liver trying to cope with what we are doing to it. Is it any wonder that there are so many people with fatty liver disease and um, different types of liver issues as well as chronic disease? Because these toxins are building up inside our body, causing inflammation and then causing our cells to turn on our genes and triggering some kind of disease. But here's the great news is you can do something about this. You can support your liver in helping get these liver, the toxins out. This is what I talk about a lot. If you're a longtime listener to this show, you know this. It's what I teach because I truly believe that when we support our liver in doing what it's supposed to do, that we can create a body that is inhospitable to disease. Our liver just needs more support. And the education needs to get out there to let people know this. It's not taught through public health. It's not taught through our uh, mainstream education system. We've been taught that we need to shower and wash our outer body for good health and good hygiene, but we haven't been taught how to look after our inner body. And detoxing is still something that is practiced to this day through Ayurvedic medicine in India, traditional Chinese medicine, the Latin American cultures. And where do you see most of the chronic illness in the world today? Yes, it's in the first world countries where we don't have these practices anymore. And I love how responsive our human body is when we create an environment in which it can heal. When we create that environment, it starts healing so quickly. When I guide people through a 21-day detox, Every single one of them inside 21 days, which three weeks, notices health improvements. For some of them, it's been long standing issues they've been dealing with. And then they realize wow, there is something to this. I'm on the right path, and my body is finally starting to heal. Again, that's so empowering for them. Health improvements from things like um, aches and pains go away, you know, joint pain, muscle pains, headaches go away. 
they are sleeping better, sleeping more deeply. They no longer need daytime naps to brain fog goes away. Great mental clarity comes from lowering the inflammation on the body. To I had one lady recently that couldn't get out of bed in the morning and walk barefoot on her bedroom floor. It hurt so much. It felt like I've actually had two ladies. They had different feelings of this. One lady said it felt like she was walking on rocks. And now that feeling's gone away. And another lady who had to put special shoes on to walk on her hardwood floor. And now she doesn't have to. As the inflammation has lowered in the body, the body has started to heal and they are regaining movement and regaining their life as a result. So is it any old detox that you can do? Well, if you want the best results, I highly recommend that you do a functional medicine detox that's created by a functional medicine doctor or a naturopathic doctor. And that's what I offer. And it's very specifically designed so that people can do it in their average everyday life. So you don't have to take vacation to do this. Instead of doing a six or seven day water fast, because for somebody who did that, first of all, most of the world wouldn't want to. And secondly, by the end of day two, you're not really functioning well enough to be at an optimal level to be at work, right? So we fast, but we fast two days, two and a half days of each week over three weeks long enough to get the body into a state of autophagy or deep cleaning so that it can clear out those toxins and it can start to get rid of dead cells and damaged cells. And then the human growth hormone kicks in and starts to generate new healthy young cells from which you get new vibrant energy. And by supporting phase two of liver detoxification with very specific herbs and supplements, that phase two can start happening and the body starts detoxing. When I guide people through this program, we talk about poop. It's important to talk about poop because we need to make sure those toxins are coming out. And people notice in three weeks, the difference in their poop and how that changes over that time. And they're fully aware of their body releasing toxins. So fasting is an important part of this and fasting for long enough, but doing it in a way where the body is still nourished so that you can still go about your daily life. And so that's what I offer in my program is we use a shake powder so that you're getting some protein, you're getting some vitamins and minerals where you're getting a lot of vitamins and minerals, actually everything that your body needs when not having any food so that you won't starve. You might have a little bit lower energy because you do have a lower caloric intake, but we're keeping the body in that state of autophagy and we're not turning on digestion because we're having this through the course of the day in four shakes that you sip slowly so that the body can just really easily absorb all that goodness without having to turn on digestion. The moment we start turning on digestion, the body comes out of that deep cleaning mode and it's in digestion mode. And where do you spend most of your time these days? Especially if you're working from home and have done so for the last two years and the refrigerator's just over there and we're constantly grazing all day long. On average, it takes two hours for a meal to be digested. And if it's a steak or something that's harder to digest, it could take three hours. Or if you have slow motility, it could take even longer. And so if you're putting more food in before the last food is fully digested, your body never gets to go into that deep cleaning state between meals and do what it's supposed to do. And so it's just more food and more toxins constantly going in and no time to clean up. 
And yes, the body is supposed to detox overnight, but are you allowing it enough time to do that? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you going to sleep with your meal, your dinnertime meal fully digested already so that digestion isn't happening when you're going to bed? Or are you eating right up until bedtime and your body's still in digestion mode and not able to get into detox mode to properly detox overnight? And even when you are allowing your body to properly detox overnight, that's awesome. But if you're not getting those nutrients for phase two of detoxification, the body has a harder time getting those toxins out of the body. So doing a 21-day detox has profound benefits for everyone that I've ever guided through it. And I love this program because when I guide you through it, I also support you with recipes and meal plans and show you or teach you how to be set up for success and support you throughout the program so when you have questions, you can get them answered. Yes, you can go to a store and buy a detox kit and start doing it. And then your brain starts going, what are you doing? This is different. Why are you eating these foods? Why aren't you eating those foods? Why don't you have some ice cream? Or whatever it is that you normally like to have. And so often we give in to those voices in our head because it does feel hard. And we don't even know if what we're doing, if we're doing it right, if it's going to benefit us, et cetera, et cetera. But when you're on a guided program and you understand all those benefits and why it's set up the way that it's set up and you can get your questions answered when you have questions, can I have this? I'm not sure. What about that? Or I'm going to this restaurant. How do I go to the restaurant and have a nice time with family and friends, but still stick within what I'm allowed on this detox program? Because we can do that. That helps you stick with the program and helps you get the best results those results I mentioned earlier from all of those people that love, love, love how they feel when they finish the detox and start loving how they feel even partway through the detox. And then we make it a lifestyle factor because you can't just detox once in today's world and think I'm all done. The reality is the toxins are here to stay. So we have to recognize that. We have to just accept that and go, okay, so what more can I do in order to help my body get these toxins out? I can't avoid them, but I can support my liver. I can give it added nourishment in order to help get those toxins out. And I can do it on a regular basis so that it's not getting bogged down. So quarterly, we do a seven-day detox because those toxins are always coming in. So we want to always get them out. And people love the results that they're getting because they feel so much better. It's extremely powerful. It is not difficult to do. And it makes such a difference on your health outcomes. Because when we get those toxins out, we're significantly lowering the inflammation in the body. And then we are not having our cells trigger our genes to turn on disease. It's in fact a complete reset for the body, a detox like this. Because our liver is also charged with detoxing excess estrogen in the body. So it starts to rebalance our hormones, which can be really important for so many women out there today who are struggling with symptoms of PMS and menopause because they have too much estrogen in their body. And that happens very easily in today's world because we have toxic estrogens coming in. We get estrogen through our food, our body makes estrogen, and then there's a lot of xenoestrogens or copycat or estrogen mimicry coming in through toxins into our body, through plastics and water bottles and et cetera, et cetera. And if the liver can't get rid of all that excess estrogen, it puts our hormones out of balance relative to our progesterone, 
which can be lower because of high stress levels. And we have symptoms of PMS and menopause that we simply tolerate thinking it's our lot in life. And it's not. Again, we can do something about this. We just need to know how. So toxins weigh something. A lovely benefit of a detox for many people is actually losing some weight and also resetting our metabolism, understanding the timing of the way that we eat so that we can eat and digest and deep clean and eat and digest and deep clean. And when we eat nutrient dense foods, foods full of nutrients, instead of our processed foods that have very few nutrients in them, we actually can sustain ourselves from one meal time to the next meal time without having to snack and graze in between. So we lose some weight and we can maintain that weight loss because of these newfound habits coming out of the program. So there are so many wins from clearer skin to, you know, the aches and pains have gone away, et cetera, more mental clarity, which means we can actually be more productive because when we've got that clarity, we've got that focus, we can get more things done to clearing out our body and just feeling lighter as a result, better sleep because the body doesn't have to struggle so hard to detox during the night because all of our systems are working better to releasing of symptoms of hormonal imbalances, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a win, win, win. So I'm sharing this podcast with you today because again, it comes back to that power within the power of our own body. When we respect it, when we learn about it, when we understand how it functions and when we give it the environment, when we create the environment in which it can heal, it will heal. So if something's going on for you health-wise, you're looking to feel better, or maybe you're just looking to optimize your health. Maybe you're of the mindset that you want to live as long as you can and not spend 10 years in a nursing home at the end of your life, which is how long the average North American spends in a nursing home. To me, that's not living longer. They might say we're living longer, but you're not really living if you're in a nursing home, unable to truly care for yourself. I love to help people or set them on a path to be living longer and dying shorter. And that's what we can do when we start to pay attention to the insides of our body, keep the insides of our body clean, respect our health and our body as our greatest asset. You look after your house, you vacuum, you clean, et cetera, et cetera. You upgrade, you renovate, you replace broken things because you can see the inside of your house. So you take care of it. You do the same for your car. You take it for regular services change the tires, do oil changes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what do you do for your body? Most people probably have a shower daily. That's what we do for our body. And we eat three times a day for food and energy, I should say, right? But what is it that we're putting inside our body in that food? If it's processed food, it has only 17 of the 90 nutrients that are needed for optimal health. So right there, we're lacking. But even if you're eating really well, because of our nutrient deplete soils, your body might not be getting everything that it needs. And so that's where supplementation comes in. Again, something we can't avoid in today's world in between 
giving our body what it needs through supplementation and helping our liver do its job and getting out what we don't want, all of those toxins, that's how we can put ourselves on a path of longevity. If this is something you'd like to know more about, feel free to reach out, go to my website, yourguidedhealthjourney.com, click on the contact form, send me an email. I run regular detox programs for people. I love guiding people through this. It is such a critical piece on our health journey. And I just want to continue getting this message out because when you know this information, then you have a choice. You have a choice to say, you know what? I think I might need that and step into that, or at least book a call to talk to me a little bit further about your own health issues and how I might be able to help you. Don't just accept the way you're feeling is normal and keep going because the symptoms will build. And as I've said time and time again, initially the body whispers to you gently in the touch of a feather. And if you don't listen, it might come along and thump you with a brick. And if you still don't listen, it might show up and whack you with a wrecking ball. And I don't want anyone to get to that state. I would much rather work with people at the whispering of the feather or the thumping of the brick stage because we can be empowered in our health. So thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me. Please share this episode with anyone that you think it might benefit. And I look forward to having you join me again next time. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.